Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Heads up, Easter is early this year, so get everything you need to host for Sunday, March 31st. From pastel outfits for the whole fam to brunch-ready serveware, Macy's has you covered. Macy's also has Toys R Us Easter basket goodies from books to stuffed animals and even slime. Find it all in-store and online at Macy's.com. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. Available in cups A through G in bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. They sent us bras and underwear, and the bra is like sexy and supportive and so comfortable i haven't had a black bra like that in a minute and i love it i was like this came just in time just i've been needing one of these and the robe and slippers are heaven heaven it's literally like heaven wrapped around my body and your feet and my feet shop now at your nearest victoria's secret store and online at victoriasecret.com be love with every heartbeat and every piece of Pandora jewelry. Let love shine on your favorite bracelets, necklaces, earrings, and rings, or create a style that's all your own with a unique mix of lovingly crafted charms. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, love is at the heart of it all. Be love. Shop Pandora jewelry today. Find a store near you or shop online at Pandora.net. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, an iHeartRadio and two-time People's Choice Award-winning podcast. Hello, everybody. We are scrubbing in. We have a really fun show today. I would say as always, but today is really fun. <laughs> Today's a celebration because we are celebrating early the birth of Rebecca Tilly. <laughs> Yeah, I walked into Tanya's um, office in her apartment with 32 balloons. Each one has a handwritten note of a reason why she loves me um, and a cake with sprinkles in it surrounded by Dr. Pepper cans. Like it really is just my aesthetic in here. Um, and like when I tell you I spent all day yesterday doing it, I literally did. And it made me, it was like the highlight of my weekend, like even down to the color, like, so I bought all white cake, all white cake and white frosting. Cause I knew I wanted to do like a vibe of sprinkles, uh-huh. you know, but then I was like, do I want to make the cake pink and the frosting white? Or do I want to make the frosting pink and the cake white? Like she these did were the thoughts in my head yesterday. Well, it really all came together. And the notes are so funny. Like some of them are really sentimental and sweet, like talking about me falling in love and how it's been so sweet to witness it. And then it's like, um, sometimes it was like, I'll never admit this out loud, but sometimes I crave Raising Cane's toast because of you, <laughs> which is the true. first she's ever admitted that. So that was significant. It is true. There's something about that toast. I don't know if it's the toast. I think it's the toast. It's the toast and the sauce. I know the sauce is good, but there's something about like, and I don't like bread, really. Like, I'm not like a bread girl, you know? I'm like, I'm like mm, give me a good piece of bread. But that toast <laughs> is, like, unmatched. Yeah, that was a satisfying 
admission for me to read. I was like, there's every time we go, she acts so grossed out by it. And I'm like, there's no way she's this turned off by delicious Texas toast and chicken fingers. Oh, sorry. These are like really in your face. Um, but while we're on the topic of while we're on the topic of celebration, we wanted to talk about our live show that we have coming up. It's going to be on um, November 13th. So basically what we're going to do, we're going to grab some of our good friends who are also nominated for People's Choice Awards. We're going to bring them in for a live, just like party, essentially. Yeah, and a live mantle. A li- and we're doing a live mantle, which I know y'all love a mantle, and this one's going to be really entertaining because it's going to be live so nothing will be cut off and I do think that our dynamic of a podcast shifts a little bit when it's done in in the p.m. hour well, I guess we're always in the p.m. hour well no the later p.m. hour right, okay, though. Okay. The, the the like happy hour time which is yeah when it's starting so which includes some bevies yeah some bevies <laughs> so um the tickets are available on um we're, you could just go. You could just go to our Instagram uh, at Scrubbing In Pod, and it's linked for you right there. And if you don't want to do that, you can go to onlocationlive.com to get your tickets. And it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to start at five p.m. Pacific time, so that'll be eight p.m. for you Easterners. Oh wow, that's really a party! And then the first one hundred scrubbers to show that they voted twenty-five times for the People's Choice Award podcast. This was in the past, so. If you voted... They are reaching out to people now. I'm seeing all the action unfold. Because since we logged into the Scrubbing in Instagram page, uh-huh. I now get all the alerts. And so I'm like seeing people reach out and respond in, in lieu of their tickets. So it's all happening now. Okay. And just so you know, the, a portion of the proceeds go to um, Young Survivor Coalition. And it's young adults facing breast cancer together. So um, we're going to have a good time. And you're, you know participating in a good cause as well so very excited about that how was your week i mean was this your weekend the <laughs> celebration of me this was my my sunday for sure but when i say it was the highlight I, I think i felt very quarantined this weekend because i feel like a lot of my friends are starting to like either like move or travel or like be gone and oh. so i felt very like back to March this weekend where I was just kind of, yeah, I went and got a pumpkin spice latte, picked out some pumpkins, did some, you know, decorating. And then yesterday I did, um, all this, which was really fun, but I felt like it was like beginning of quarantine again. Are people moving because they're moving out of LA or just like to work? Back to work. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 What'd you do this weekend? You were in, you were in Orange County. Um, I went down to Newport to see my sister Caroline and, um, her girlfriend, they have their cute little place, like, right by the beach. It's a dream. Like, I went down, and and they've just made it so cozy and homey, and it was, like, kind of cooler weather, and there was, like, college football on, and then we watched the Dodgers game. College football. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you know, back in my prime. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not getting further away from those days. Yeah, I don't think I've watched college football since I was in college. It's and even fun. then, I wasn't even watching. I was just drunk at the games. Okay, so kind of not, not, I mean, that's very on brand for you, but I feel like having it on now is more kind of just, it's something about just having it on is comforting. And then we just had mm-hmm. snacks and we're just like catching up. So it's not about sitting and watching the game diligently as much as it is about snacking 
diligently. You know what's interesting? So I've never been that person. I also think because, like, I was raised in a Serbian household. Like, we just weren't – like, my parents were never really, like – sports people you know like it wasn't like a thing for me growing up you know um so it just was never a thing for me as an adult but I will admit the other day when I um fell bleeding and I messed up my arm and that whole Sunday I just like laid in bed and watched um I can't remember what teams they were but it was a football game (laughs) a basketball game and then one other sports thing was on tv and I'm not there was a little bit of like Comfort. Comfort in yeah. it. Yeah. And I like have n- I'm not invested in any of the teams that were playing. I think maybe it was a Laker game and I was invested in that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. it was. There was something kind of nice about it. And we just like ate food and just like watched a sport. Yeah. So I kind big, of see it a little bit. You're a big uh Lakers fan. So you can relate to being just like a fan who sits down to watch the game. Exactly. Yeah, it was really fun. And then I, I was gonna go back yesterday because my other sister, Hink, was there. And, uh, but Phoebe's horrible in the car. So driving with her anywhere is an absolute nightmare. And I had just done, gone back and forth the, the day before. And, you know, like in my head, I knew I had so much stuff to do at home and clean. And I was just going to put it off another day. And I was like, I'm just going to go home. I don't know how much I really accomplished, but it felt like I was being Even if you accomplished one thing on your to-do list, that's one thing that you didn't do the day before. I did. I cleaned the kitchen, so that was, <laughs> couldn't have done that any other time. No, no. Um, but yeah, it was a good weekend. I'm just glad to have some sort of fall-like weather. It's like very fall. By the way, I picked the windiest day in America to do this balloon shenanigan <laughs> because watching me going in and out of Party City with like this many balloons was such a joke. And they were like, make sure you don't put the big ones with the small ones because they're going to get tangled. And I was like, I got this. And then sure enough, <laughs> they're all tangled. So by the time I brought them in here, it was just like probably an hour of just detangling all of them. I was like, I mean... I didn't think about the fact that there were this many balloons and you carrying them in and out, but I was in my car in security my- footage of that episode. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Oh, it was actually really good. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. Did you go out with this weekend? I went out to dinner. That's like my usual move now. Like I go, I feel safe in like two restaurants. So I either go to one of those two and uh, have a couple bevies and call it a day. When do you think you'll be comfortable traveling again? I know. You know what's funny? I was thinking about that because somebody asked me to travel next year in February. Oh. And I had, <laughs> and I like really had to think about it. I was like, oh, I mean, it feels far enough that I think I will be comfortable by February, but like, I don't know. Well, hey, Mark Easton, what are y'all's thoughts on it? February is right around the corner. February is like three months from now. I so I, I, I don't think anything's going to be dramatically different then than it is now. Uh. Yeah, it's got to be at least next summer before there's like a real market change, I think. Well, I'm saying personally co- traveling for y'all. Like, is it like no go till it's allowed uh, It everywhere? depends. If I, if I needed to go someplace alone, I would probably do that. But with the kids, I wouldn't do that, no. So y'all will, y'all aren't going back home anymore. No, time. no, we're staying in the area for Christmas for the first time in twenty years. Wow. I know. I I don't know. <laughs> I guess because I traveled recently and it was such a gr- like pleasant experience and I felt probably the cleanest I've ever felt on an airplane and in an airport. I guess I kind of like 
I was nervous and anxious going into it. And after doing it, I felt, I feel more comfortable. Well, I mean, our situation is we go to Wisconsin for Christmas every year, but but uh, my in-laws have uh, definitely have high-risk people in their family mm-hmm. and high-risk people that they see in their family and quite a few people that don't seem to be taking this very seriously. And so we just don't think there's any upside to us going there and potentially bringing something there from the flight or the people on the layover I know. or whatever. It's, you it's know what's just int- too much to deal with. I feel like, and this sounds so weird to say Benny Blanco, but he, Benny Blanco really like kind of hit it in my head when he was just like it's it's because he was saying he, he was like watching people on instagram like partying and stuff and he's like it just feels irresponsible in a weird way like if i don't have to you know what i mean like mm-hmm. why am i putting myself and other people at risk mm-hmm. also there's like a bit of anxiety in it too mm-hmm. for me you know what i mean so it's like a double-edged sword and so i'm like if i can just kind of stick through this time and just get through it but then i keep saying that like remember we were like oh we'll be done with this in july 4th and like yeah you know, I think mental health is a big thing, too, and I'm starting to feel a little bit like, um, I don't know I want to say, like, I don't know what the word is, but. it's Well, I think the whole thing, because I, before I went on my last trip, I had this, this, like, anxious feeling about going, and I think it comes in this, like, we've been living in this world where we're, like, kind of staying in our bubbles, and so that's, like, really breaking a huge the right. huge part of the bubble. Right. But I also, I had to get, like, kind of have this thing with in my head of being like, am I going to live, how much longer am I going to feel safe? Like, even if they say, let's say we wait until everyone's like, it's it's safe to go now. Right. Go. Would I feel good then? Because then no. everyone's going. Like, I think I feel better right now. I know. And then when you came back from your trip, you, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Balloons are flying everywhere, everybody. Um. When you came back from your trip, I feel like you got rejuvenated. Like there was a sense of like energy and vibe about you that I think came from just traveling a little bit. I did. And that, I think because that was such a big part of my life before the pandemic, I yeah. traveled like that was just part of work and also just, you know, what I like to do. And I think not having that for a while, I was really not that. I mean, I think everyone was feeling that's. Sorry, that was my dryer. Oh, her her clothes are done. Um, (laughs) Work from home. (laughs) Work from home. Um, But I think, like, not having that that outlet of what I used to go and, like, refresh, you know, my mental state, I really noticed it when I actually went somewhere. I know. And I also think the difference, like Mark said, like, if I was going somewhere where people, other people were being irresponsible and or there were people who were at high risk, It'd be so different. Like, that would be a selfish... Right. I mean, you're not going to, like, the clubs in... in <laughs> the clubs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, not heading, I'm not hitting the clubs. Baton Rouge, you know. Um, so, yeah. I think it's just kind of a, a personal preference and being, like, responsible and thoughtful. But also, at a certain point, taking care of... If you're, like, I, I need... or And even if it's driving somewhere right yeah. now, like... It was nice when we went to Palm Springs. It was just like a little getaway. So Yeah, and we're going to do that. And the other thing is that, you know, we've all kind of accepted that outdoor socializing is kind of on the the list of acceptability. And, man, in the upper Midwest in December and January, there's no oh, outdoor yeah. congregating. Yeah. So that's another element to that. Because, you know, we've seen some friends out here, and we've, we've tried to do some stuff and eat at restaurants, and it's just all outside. You know, yeah, we're not yeah. just never leaving the house. But in Wisconsin in December, you don't have a choice but to never leave the house. 
That's uh, a good point. Y'all would be very much cooped up in a. It yeah. is actually going to be interesting to see if the restaurants here in LA get it because it is going to get it gets chilly at night. Not yeah, I mean no no it's not heaters. snowing but I think the heaters are heat enough. Deals, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I got pretty like nippy today. Okay, it, today's kind of warm again. Oh, really? Yeah. I put on a sweatshirt and walked out and then came into Tanya's house and it was cozy. She she was acting, it felt like it was like 50 degrees outside with how hot she had it. I almost put the uh, fire on for the first time this year. Oh my, I run my fireplace all the time. I love the, um, like, it's like I know, I like, I, mean, I know, but it's just so hot. Like, it's been so hot. Yeah, my bills are out of control. No, not even bills. It's just like, it's so like, no, I'm saying my bills are out of control because I'm running the air and then I'm having <laughs> the fire on. It's dumb, but it's helping me. <laughs> you know what? Our new slogan should just be like, do what you got to do. Honestly. Honestly, because I, 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 I'm kind of with you. Like, I'm like, I need to get, go somewhere, but I'm scared to get on a plane. And it's like, I've been to Palm Springs since, you know, how far can I drive around here? You can go pretty far on. I mean, you could go to Big Bear Lake. You could go to like Arrowhead for like, if you wanted a change of scenery, you could go to Big Sur. Snow. Is there snow there? Not yet. I don't think, but. I don't think there will be snow for a while here. We're still fighting fire, so. Mm. Yeah. True. Um, but I speaking of like you do what you got to do. I did did you see the whole like creamer saga? Like my creamer to Yeah, but I didn't get it. Oh, I pour, I poured creamer like this cinnamon toast creamer into I I rarely drink coffee. And if I drink coffee, I normally get it from like, you know, Starbucks or Alfreds or whatever. And you I never drink like coffee. It. Huh? You never drink yeah, coffee. Yeah, because it makes me tired. So there's, for me, it's more of like a, the experience of it. And so normally I get like a almond milk latte, just literally coffee, almond milk. And so I found this creamer while I was shopping for groceries on, on my phone. And it was cinnamon toast crunch creamer. And I was like, that sounds delicious. So I ordered cold brew, which I never do, but I wanted to try the creamer. So I order it and I was trying to film like a artsy video of me pouring it. And apparently I used way too much creamer for the coffee, please. And everyone was like, Becca, are you kidding me? That was so much creamer. Like I had people, I don't think I've ever gotten so many DMs about one really one story. Yeah. Isn't that funny how like the most random things just really spark. Ignite people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um. My coffee is delicious because it's basically just like half, you know, the cereal. cinnamon toast crunch. You know, like the milk when you eat cereal at the Mm. end. It was like that, but with coffee. And it was so good. But then everyone got on to me. So I was worried about my health. So I tried like the serving size and that was garbage. So like how much were you pouring in like a half a cup? I don't I don't know. I didn't feel that. It, I didn't feel like. In fact, I remember. Like, I, know, I just like held it upside down for a minute. And then I. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so everyone was like, Becca, the reason why you're tired is because you're pouring all that sugar. And I'm like, Ever, just let me live my life. Oh, I also drink Dr. Pepper. So like, I, you know, I have my things. Let me live. But uh, what I was going to say is you just, you do what you got to do. You just get you through just the tough time. Do what you got to do. I've turned to prunes. You're drinking prunes. cinnamon toast crunch creamer. <laughs> and we're all one step ahead. Prunes for digestion? Yeah. Oh. That's why I drink Dr. Pepper. That's so interesting. It, yeah. Because I'm just trying to do more natural things than like, you know, those like 
oxy whatever that if I oh, haven't yeah. gone in a few days I'll take those but I'm like I don't I don't want to like take things to have to go to the bathroom mm-hmm. so prunes have turned to be uh, quite a nice without saying too much things are working things are working just fine over here um <laughs> happy about it we have exciting guests today on the podcast um we said royalty Scrubbing in royalty. I mean, it's like a holiday with a cast member. Yeah. Yeah. So we have Chris Carmack and Aaron Slaver coming on the podcast. So Chris uh, plays a link on Grey's Anatomy. If you don't watch Grey's Anatomy, I don't know what to tell you, but... He was also on the OC. He was on Nashville. He was on the OC. I've been watching him for a long time. And then his he and his wife have a duo. To, they're like in a... Duo band together? Is that how I say that? Duo band group. <laughs> they make music yeah, together. Yeah, they make music together. Um, so we're going to talk about their music. We're going to talk about Grey's Anatomy and we'll see if he can tell us anything. Um, so we're going to have a break and then we'll be back with them. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you need to be, to Caulipower. Caulipower is the brand that powers the foods you crave with the ingredients you deserve, so you can crave on. If you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Caulipower's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Caulipower's chicken tenders are made with real, all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower, so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big, warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Caulipower's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Caulipower, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies, gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Caulipower's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Caulipower, crave on. Becca, it's March, one of my favorite months. Do you know why? It's Women's History Month. Exactly. Ding, ding, ding. We celebrate women all year long, but love the extra spotlight this month. So join Macy's and Girls Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. Yes, throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls Inc. or round up your purchase. Another way to support some modern women, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com slash purpose. Rakuten is a rewarding way to shop and save because members earn cash back on everything that they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category, like beauty, clothing, travel, dining, and even pets. You're already shopping at your favorite stores like Sephora, Macy's, Adidas, Petco, so why not be saving while doing it? It's a no-brainer. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop. Plus, the membership is free, it's easy to sign up, and cash back rates change daily. You can maximize your savings by stacking cash back on top of other deals like store sales and coupons. 
The stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the commissions with its members. Rakuten has 17 million members who are already saving, and their members have earned over $4.6 billion in cash back. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. All right, everybody, we have some very exciting guests today. Um, we have Chris and Aaron Carmack in the Scrubbing in OR. Woohoo! I'm going to start scrubbing in. I'm going to start scrubbing <laughs> in right now. Yeah, get her ready. I mean, okay, so for any of you who are living under a rock who listen to this podcast, um, Chris is Link on Grey's Anatomy. So he is very hey. familiar with Scrubbing in. And he is part of a, I guess it's a, a duo, right? That's what a band with two people is a duo. Correct. That would be a duo. <laughs> yeah. Two people. One, two. Um, <laughs> with his wife, Erin. And y'all's EP is out now. Yes. 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 It's amazing, by the way. Thank, Thank you. Um, I had a question for y'all because I wasn't sure if I, I had done some research. So this, this song, Turn to Stone... Mm-hmm. Is that a cover or is that an original? It's it, no, it is a it is a cover actually, um, and it's a cover of a song that was the original was included in the same episode. That was mm-hmm. um, that was a song that was played at the um, at the uh, the wedding, wedding of, of uh, I'm, Alex Carell. Yes, I'm, I'm thinking. So I always get the actors' names in my head, but it's Izzy yeah. and Alex. Izzy and Alex, and it was oh. the episode Alex left the show on so it was very fitting well the it was originally played at the izzy and alex wedding right i know and then it so was a throwback. in the flashbacks they used yeah. the original again but then um but then they wanted uh to play the song once again in in another flashback in the episode but they didn't want to use the same version same of it uh so they asked us to do a cover of it and uh and and they used it in the show so it's very kind of uh, kind of cool that we had uh, we got to be a part of this iconic Grey's moment. Yeah. yeah, and you know what? I love that that like Grey's Anatomy it like embraces the fact that like yes, you are part of like their family, but also they um, are supportive of your other projects and things that you have going on. I want to include you in that in the big picture, which I love. Love to see it. That yes, cool. they are very very supportive of all of that. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, we've had a few different Grey's Anatomy cast members on, and even different people from Shondaland in general and every single person says that it it is that way that they feel supported outside of the show and in their real lives with their families and I don't know that everyone can say that in this industry 
No, no. It, yeah, it, you can't say that <laughs> by and large in this industry. Um, I've been a fortunate, really fortunate to be a part of, a, of several projects where there really is a, a beating heart and soul behind it all. Um, you know, yeah. this Long Grey's Anatomy, as well as uh, a Nashville, which was my previous project, which had, you know, one of the biggest hearts of any show I've been a part of. It was, it was really a special place to be. So, And that's where you guys met, right? It is. Yeah. 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 Okay. We need a love. Yeah. We gotta hear. We need the love story. Like, like, did you meet? And it was at love at first sight, or like, who like went after who? Yeah. No, it's a fun story because it's it's like my own little mini romantic comedy moments. Um, (laughs) I was I was just a musician, like a touring musician in Nashville. So I was in the background band of Juliet Barnes. So I didn't have like a huge part or anything, but I got to hang around set and we were actually very highly respected by all the actors, like people like Chris and Chip Esten who played Deacon, they were so respectful of us and our craft. So we actually made good friends with all of them. So then Chris and I were just friends. We had mutual friends. We hung out for years. Um, I'd say like it was a couple, maybe two years we were, we were just friends for Mm -hmm. before we, he actually asked me out. Um, yeah, so we used to just... There was some circling. <laughs> I was going to say, wait, so for you, though, like, Chris... The popped out of the water every now and again, you yeah, know? Yeah, like, I'm always so curious when people say that they were friends first, because was there... And there had to have been some attraction, in, like, immediately, and what took you guys so long to, like, jump in? Well, we were, we were in the same circle of friends, right? So, mm-hmm. um... So I think it was, it was just a, he had other girlfriends. Okay. Okay. You know, 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 hitch in the giddy up. Uh, but, um, but no, but also we were, we were in the same circle of friends and, and, and so while we were hanging out, it's like, we didn't want to make things awkward. And, uh, and, and, you know, the opportunity never presented itself. You were dating somebody when I wasn't dating somebody. (laughs) Right. Oh. Well, I think I think Chris also like he saw me as a musician, like a colleague, not just um, you know, a girl. He I met found out she played bar, the violin like other the first year we were married. <laughs> I didn't even know. No, wow. no that's, yeah, that's true. Well, we're yeah. team we're team ruin the friendship over here. We're like yeah, if we're you like, ruin, the ruin the friendship, go for it. Because if it doesn't work out, then like who cares? At least you tried. Yeah, no, that's what I'm thinking, you know, at least we tried. Yeah, right. Wait, so how long did you date before you got married? Like, how long was that period? I think it was two, and a, no, no, three years. Three years before three, we, we dated for three years. Yes, we, before we got married. We had yeah, a child for we, two of yeah, those, we, or we did things one of those. I can't remember. Yeah, we had <laughs> we had a child first, and then we got married a year Honestly, I feel like the real test is when you have the kids. They actually have done it the right way, according (laughs) to what I've heard. Because everyone I talk to, they get married, they have kids, and they're like, I don't feel like I was properly warned for how hard it is to have a baby and work as a partnership. So it is trying. It was uh, was already pretty real by the time we tied the knot. Yeah. You're like, okay, we still like each other. Let's make it official. Yeah, and so like add being parents together and now also being um, bandmates together. (laughs) There's a lot of, uh, you know, (laughs) moments. I need a hobby. (laughs) Well, I was actually going to ask, so like, Erin, this has been something that you've been doing. You know, this is like your your thing. Uh Chris, was this something that just because you started dating, you realized, oh, I want to like tinker with this music side or like how did you start 
the duo? Um, well, no, I've been making music for a very long time. I've been writing and performing all around. Uh, well, I performed around Los Angeles before I even moved to Nashville. One of the reasons I got the part was because I was a uh, functional musician and, functional. Um, and singer. And, uh, More than functional. <laughs> well, you know, all of us that were involved with Nashville actually had a little bit of a, you know, a music bug and had performed quite a bit. Uh, but when we got to Nashville, like she said, we were very sort of appreciative of the musicians because we had never probably speak for myself, but probably for the others too, sort of been in a pool of musicians of that caliber of talent. So it just kind of blew us away and we all had to, you know, come up to the next level. And I think we did and we went for tours and, you know, so music was something, and I made an EP myself that I had released and then uh, um, I toured on a little bit. Uh, but when we started dating, we started performing together a little bit. We performed at the Grand Ole Opry mm -hmm. and we performed, uh, somebody actually just tweeted us a video of us performing at oh, CMA Fest I that I had forgotten yeah. about. Um, yeah, so it's we like were, a natural progression. We were playing together, but then um, we started writing some songs together and then we started recording a little together and, and, mm -hmm. and we liked the chemistry and we decided to, uh, decided to pursue it. Mm -hmm. I was going to say, so you you do this together it's it's your job you're in this band together you're married you're parenting together do you feel like because you're doing it all together do you feel like there's this moment of like oh, I need question. an escape because that music is a hobby and it's a passion for people and it's kind of what they do to escape but you can't escape each other because you live together you parent together and you're in a band together <laughs> it's yes. a lot <laughs> The short answer is yes. <laughs> but see, okay, if I, I'm the kind of person though, I'm so happy to do everything together. Like, I'm like, let's go to the gym together. Let's get smoothies together. Let's do the yoga class together. Let's work out. You know, that's me. So I've started doing, that's me. So, so yeah. I've suddenly developed an interest in plumbing. <laughs> hey babe, I gotta go plumb under the house, you know? Like let's take this some that's toilet water. So funny. Chris definitely is somebody who likes more of his own space. So uh, however, that said, <laughs> uh, with the short answer being yes, the long answer is that um, while, you know, music was always sort of a space I occupied by myself and really enjoyed as this sort of, sort of sacred lone meditation on songwriting and producing and creating and, and practicing, um, I will say that if it, still occupy that place today, I wouldn't get to explore music in the, uh, in the way that I get to explore it since we do it together. You know, it would be, yeah. it would be sort of a much more selfish uh, endeavor uh, that I would have to be carving time away from my family to do. And this, in this respect, when I spend time on music, I'm, spent, I'm, I'm investing in our family. Yeah, I mean, and y'all probably get to do, I mean, music essentially is storytelling and y'all are kind of going through things as a couple that you probably have a lot to say and write songs about, I would imagine. We all have, yes. you know, those of us who aren't songwriters wish we could write Oh, I wish I could. Oh, I would write some doozies. <laughs> some emotional ballads. Oh my gosh, I would write some tear jerkers. Uh, but I just don't have, I don't have the music in me. Oh, you got it. You got it. Well, she's got it in her. It's just a little tone. Just getting it out. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, okay, wait, this is a, so this might be like way TMI, but I just like have to know because I think that I've like always had this weird, I don't want to say like 
fetish is not the right word. Yeah, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to say fetish. Um, <laughs> like, no, um, like to everybody, like there's something sexy about like a musician. Do you know what I mean? Like when you're like at a show and you're like, oh, it's like, I, that's like the hot, you know, I like love musicians. Right. Like, is there something like, is it weird? Like when you guys perform together, do you just like want to like, is this, <laughs> do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, does it spice things up in other areas? That's, I mean, that's why I love, uh, I, I totally hear you. I think there's always, there's an important thing about chemistry with the people you perform with on stage, right? And um, I've been in so many bands and you have to find that chemistry, even if it's like girl on girl and not like a romantic chemistry, cause I'm, well, it's fine if it is, but it's not, not for me. But um, I think with Chris, we, we already have that chemistry, but it is amplified when we're performing together. Um, and, we are able for adults. I, we can control ourselves. I know <laughs> the, the longer we perform together, the more likely it is I'll find somebody in the band to connect with. Ah, <laughs> uh, very funny. I'm just kidding. No, Aaron. Aaron makes all of the. Aaron says all of the serious answers, and I just throw in jokes. No, because I think like I sometimes I think if if like my boyfriend were to like perform some sort of guitar oh, or something, would... I would just pummel him that she, night. She like is <laughs> when he cuts fish or something. Like he'll be cutting fish, and she's like. It was just so hot. How <laughs> so your boyfriend's probably gonna start writing a song right now. So yeah, yeah I don't know about that. But... Yeah, no, there, there are yeah, definitely there's definitely moments of chemistry uh, when we're performing. I'd say particularly when we when we used to have the opportunity to perform on stage. That's a different type of performing and adrenaline than than playing in our family room. Even when we're doing yeah. we've done some Instagram lives and stuff, and it you got an audience, but it's a little different. So yeah. Uh, but it's, yeah. it's like seeing someone in their element, seeing someone perform that what they do best is always sexy, right? I mean, like I could yeah. watch Chris do his thing on, you know, acting or his plumbing, yeah, his, or his yeah, in his acting world, and I'm like, wow, I can't believe you can do that, you know. Well, I was gonna ask, were you a Grey's Anatomy, Aaron? Were you a Grey's Anatomy fan before he got the part of Link? I mean, who who is it, right? I I Grey's Anatomy. I think I was maybe still in high school when it first came out. So yeah. I, you know, I remember watching it um, just anytime it was on and getting into the storylines and stuff. And then, you know, life came and I barely had time to watch any TV, but of course, once he got the part, we caught up and um, it's, it's just such a, you know, great show. It just never runs out of stories to tell. <laughs> so believe me. You're you're actually very lucky because so obviously we're in quarantine so we're not in the studio right now, but we have so we're like diehard Grey's Anatomy fans. We have these pillows with all your faces on them. Do I have in, tell me tell me there's a link pillow. I think I'm pretty sure there's a link pillow. I mean there's a, there's a I'm new. I'm new. So, and, you know, if there isn't it's okay. No, no, that's true. I I don't remember when we got them, but It was when Camilla was on the show, wasn't it? Yeah, and she saw them and she autographed her face. It was so funny cuz they're just like the scariest looking pillows, but Who was it? Camilla. Oh, Camilla, she's hilarious. Oh, that's yeah. Awesome. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, we are we're diehard fans and, and we love your character. We, I have I have switched who I want you with. I mean, I've gone back and forth. I'm like Joe, and then I'm like, well, now he has a baby with Amelia, so I'm like rooting for that. But it I is. don't think so. I think I'm Team Joe. I think I'm Team Joe. They really opened the door I when Alex more. left because y'all had the friendship before, so it was like it would have been a very cute. Well, couple. you know, <laughs> hey, I I I 
Yeah, I, I don't, let's, let's, let's leave it at that. Let's leave it at that. Oh, okay. Well, cause you guys started filming recently again, right? We did start filming recently. Yes. Is the next season going to pick up where we were left off or are, are they going to, cause I know that they said that there were episodes that didn't get to air. Correct. Um, so the, the next season is going to, it's going to pick up shortly after we left off, but it's going to pick up in the current world of COVID. And, um, yeah. Uh, at one time, I knew the exact time frame, but at this point, it's foggy. I feel like five weeks or something like that. Um, and yes, we did start filming some episodes uh, that we did not get to finish. And, uh, and I think that they are going to incorporate some of that footage into the current uh, season premiere so that we get to see some of what we missed last season, too. Oh, that's exciting. When, yeah. when you Aaron, when he comes home from a day on set, are you like, tell me everything, or do you respect <laughs> the fact that he's not supposed to say anything? <laughs> well, you know, I actually have the um, awesome job of sometimes reading lines with him. So I kind of know oh, what scene are you filming today? Oh, that one, you know. <laughs> so I kind of know what's going on. But, um, and most of the time, I'm, he, you know, Chris has long days, so he gets home and that's probably the last thing he wants to talk about. Yeah, true. I mean, we're like such geeks. We're yeah. like, tell us everything. We went to the set, like, this was probably like a, maybe a month before lockdown or before quarantine. It was like two weeks before Two weeks lockdown. before quarantine, we actually got to t get a tour of the set. And so we were like... <laughs> So embarrassed. When we tell people on the show this, I get so cringed. I don't, but th this is it, like we're like we are his audience. Okay, but uh -huh. we wore scrubs to the set, and so everyone was confused as we were walking around because they were like, "Are you?" you? Yeah, yeah, they're your guest stars. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So, so we were like, we saw the stair, the staircase, and we would like reenact the scenes of when we went back in the day when they were interns, and we're like, and then we went in the elevator, and I was just like. This is the elevator. It was so <laughs> that, wild. A lot has happened in that elevator. A that lot has happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thank y'all both so much for coming. Wait, on. that's not we're not done. Oh. Oh, wait, yeah, cause I guess you can't really tell us much about. Yeah, well, I didn't want to take like all their time. <laughs> I mean, I could sit here for hours. We could talk about. I know. We just want to know like. They'd give to people who are friends who feel. Okay. This is a great thing to end on. The other day, Tanya and I are having a conversation about how she doesn't believe in right person, wrong time. And I feel like y'all are a great example of that because y'all were friends for two years before you were romantically involved. And yeah. I was shocked that she said this because in my head, I'm like, there's so many times where we're not the person that we're meant to be when we meet the right person mm -hmm. or the person that we're supposed to. I think it's an excuse. I guess that just, I, I, you know what? I'm gonna guess that uh, Tanya's more of a romantic and Becca's more of a pragmatist. Am I right in that? Yeah, you're pretty spot on. <laughs> yeah, because the, cause the romantics are the ones who are like, no, you know, just know and you grab and you conquer and you just, yeah. you just do it, yeah. you go for it. And the pragmatists are a little bit more like, you know, I'll, I'll wait, I'll just, you know, I'll, there's something going on right now. I don't want to ruin their relationship and their life. And and I'm a little bit more like that, Becca, myself, which probably explains, and, and probably you Well, are I think, too. you know, everything always works out for a reason is yeah. how I live my life. So, um, you know, whatever is meant to be will be. And that's- Are you a Capricorn, Becca? 
I'm a Scorpio. Oh, okay. All right. We're and both Tony's a Cancer. So I didn't know if maybe that was a Capricorn. Oh, thing. that's bi- such a Capricorn way of thinking. <laughs> a I'm a Cancer, so like bleeding emotion. <laughs> gotcha. I mean, I hear you, but I just feel like if you if you're trying to make something happen and and you the, re- the emotion on the other hand is not returned from the other end, it's it's just you're just setting yourself up for. which I feel like I've done is set myself up for disappointment. And um, so I don't know, just letting it work out. So some realists over here. (laughs) (laughs) Boring. (laughs) Wait till you hear my EP guys. It's got some highs and some lows, but we'll have to put some auto tune on it before it goes live. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys seriously so much for yeah. joining us. Again, their EP Stonewall is out now. Yeah. Um, yes. Check it out, out please. Now. Yeah, check it out. And then um I should know this. Grey's Anatomy returns November 17th. November this year. Yeah, I was gonna say it's in my for Aaron to answer. <laughs> I've seen it enough times online. I know. I don't Wait, just one more quick question before we go. Who's your best friend on Grey's Anatomy? Like in real life? Oh, well, uh, you know, I get along very well with people I work with. Camilla and Katerina both are, uh, they're the ones that I have most of my scenes with. And uh, I will say that uh, I've gotten along with both of them very well. Okay. Who's the funniest on set? Yourself? I'm definitely (laughs) the funniest by far. No, uh, Camilla cracks me up. She's hysterical. Jessica Williams too. Hysterical. Interesting. I would not expect that in a very um, subtle, in a very sort of subtle, dry way. He just okay. You know, okay. I, say, I imagine sarcasm, like sarcasm and dry humor from him. Yeah, I see that. but always pretty I on point. I mean, yeah, he's hilarious. Nah. All right. Yeah, we love the insider info. Yeah, we love, just love it. Just love it. We're like anything, anything you can give us, we'll take. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much. Yeah, thank you thank so you much for the time. Happy anniversary. You guys are hilarious. It's really nice to be here. All right. Bye. 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 Scrubs. I know. We should have worn Next time. Next time. Bye. Bye, guys. They're so cute. So cute. I wish that y'all could have. I wish that there was a video so y'all could see how cute they look sitting next to each other. The lighting was perfect. I know. They just like actually look really in love. We should have told them that because I feel like couples like to hear that. I'm sure they'll listen to this episode right yes <laughs> um and a correction Grey's Anatomy comes back November 12th not the 17th so none of us knew what we were talking about um and I'm almost embarrassed I don't have that memorized I had it in my calendar but I just like I didn't even know where my calendar was I was just so mesmerized yeah so just a correction November, November 12th, 12th is the season 17 premiere premiere of Grey's Anatomy <laughs>
And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big, warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Kali Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kali Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies, gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Kali Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Kali Power, crave on. It's that time of year, wedding season. With spring right around the corner, is your calendar filling up with weddings and invites? Check off your to-do list at Macy's. With so many weddings coming up, make sure you have everything you need from the latest spring dresses, shoes, jewelry, clutches. Macy's has you covered so that you can pull together a look for any dress code. Speaking of weddings, Tanya, how is wedding planning coming along for you? We're still trying to figure out a date and location, but I realized just how many things there are on the to-do list when it comes to planning a wedding. Plus, you have all the pre-wedding celebrations you need to prepare for too, right? Exactly, like an engagement party, bridal shower, bachelorette party. So many events, but you know who can help you when it comes to your big day? Macy's. That's right. Check out Macy's Wedding Shop to help you get celebration ready at macy's.com slash wedding shop. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. It's all you. With lightweight construction and technology that smooths, shapes, and supports, these silhouettes are designed to conform to your curves for a natural-looking fit. Experience unlined perfection with the Invisible Lift Demi Bra, a style that moves with you and is nearly undetectable under clothes. Or comfortably reduce your bust line up to one inch with the Invisible Lift Minimizer Bra. Unbelievable and unforgettable. There's more to explore when it comes to Body by Victoria. Available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, we had a scrubber post in the group um, on behalf of a coworker and friend talking about her. She was throwing her daughter a birthday. No one could come. Like a lot of people didn't RSVP. And she had had another friend who had a birthday party and everyone showed up. And so the mom was just like really, you know, sad for her daughter. And just I think at the end of it, she said, 
this hurts my heart so much. It always happens to my children. Same thing happened to Mason, who's the little girl's brother, where none of his friends showed up. So the coworker who was a scrubber said, would you mind if I shared this with this group that I'm a part of? Like, they always show up for people when, you know, they're in a tough situation. Like, could we all send cards? Like, would you mind sending your address? And do you mind if I share it? So she said, sure, that's fine. So this post has 207 likes, and then I can't even tell on my phone how many comments, but the I have amount, 215 comments. The amount of people who sent this little girl birthday gifts and cards from our scrubbing in group was it like... Makes me emotional. I, I mean, I was like sobbing looking at all the photos because they were posting like her opening them and... I just feel like this is something that I think the mom will never forget. Yeah. Like seeing these people show up. I just thought it was the cool. When Mark said, Mark brought it up last week and then I saw it in the group and I was just. It is. It's just like, it's so special because I just feel like right now, especially Mm -hmm. everything is so tense and so negative and like people just, I feel like they're drowning, you know? And it's like this community, like, you know, our Facebook group, this podcast, it's like, it continues to be this light, and it's so wild. I know. I just, there was something so, the fact that her brain went, can I share this in yeah. this group that I'm a part of, spoke volumes itself. And, and then everybody the, stepped up. I know. Like, she didn't just share it, and it was, like, not seen. But I just want to say, like, first thanks to Allie for posting it and, like, reaching out, because I, I know that. That mom was probably so grateful that you even just acknowledged what was going on and then the fact that you were willing to share it. And then the fact that our freaking scrubber showed up like they always do. Always do. It's just it's it's really something else. Like it's really something else and so, so special. And we have to grow it. We have to grow it. Honestly, I feel like we have to grow it, especially with everything that's going on right now. You know what I mean? And I just feel like negativity and toxicity is taking over. Yeah. We need to grow our community Mm -hmm. to, like, fight against it. Yeah, I mean, they're doing it. The little engine that could is doing the most. Um, So happy seventh birthday to Lily. Happy birthday, Lily. Her birthday was October 22nd, so... It's already passed, but, um, and like I said, shout out to Allie Cook and to the Scrubbers. Y'all are just the greatest. We say it all the time, but in those moments, I really just feel the immense difference of this group versus other social media groups and platforms. For so sure. Thank y'all. Um, we love you. Yeah, we love you. Also, I just, I'm not going to, I don't want to toot my own horn. But I was really suspect about this cake that I baked for Becca. Like, I was like, oh, I don't know. I use like a different pan and like all these things. It is moist and delicious. It's so good. <laughs> it's so moist that I even hate the word moist. And I was like, that was my first description because the sprinkles didn't. The sprinkles didn't. Um, this like when you cut the cake, the sprinkles are supposed to like shoot out like a volcano, and it didn't quite do the trick. <laughs> they didn't do that. But it was pretty. Yeah, it still it's, had they a, slowly trickled yeah, down yeah. like little <laughs> little water droplets. Yeah, I know for next time just to sh- shove more in there. 
Yeah, I don't know if you want them shooting out. Seems yeah, messy. you do. No, no, you want. Oh. That's why I got like a big boat around the cake. Oh, shoot right out. Oh, gosh, there is a big boat. <laughs> um. Oh wait, Mark. Before you start, by the way, next week is uh, what is the day? Texture X Day. I think it's actually on October thirtieth, which is my birthday. Yeah, Texture X Day, which is Friday. But we're gonna go ahead and extend it to Monday, and we're both gonna be texting our exes. Do you know which so. X you're gonna text? I really only have one. Oh, so it's got to be the one. <laughs> Shoot, well, no list over there. I mean, I I could do, I mean, it, unless I went with like Chris Souls or something. But like as far That's as an option, he's next. Yeah, but. Tanya, who will you be 48 texting? hours. I don't know. You know, it's interesting. I didn't really, I honestly, like when they brought it up, I was like, yeah, sure. Sounds fun. And then today in our morning show meeting, everybody was like, yeah, that's lame. We don't want to text our exes. And I was like, shoot. <laughs> well. Like, you, it's true. Yeah, that's true. So now I'm like, well, what if some of them are married? Like, maybe I don't want to go down that path. So I well, have to that's kind a of, good point. You I don't want to peruse. Well, this disrupt. literally takes us back to our conversation last week about texting your ex <laughs> that y'all were so against me about. Maybe we scrap it. <laughs> it's a national holiday. Come on, you know. Where's your text rex spirit? If you decide to do it, will you run it by your current partners? Yeah, I mean, I'd be respectful at least and say we're doing a, it's it's a holiday. <laughs> do you mind? Don't forget Just, the reason for the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the reason for the season. I don't know. Maybe we scrap it. We'll just see how. I just need to see if some of mine are entwined. <laughs> yeah. We'll try. If you can find one that's not entwined. Yeah. The one I was thinking of, I have no idea. Who? I'm just not going to tell you. Is this like a ex that you went on a few dates with? This or is, like? No, this is an ex from like past, like my first kiss. Oh. Oh. Just, yeah. Oh, we've had that guy on the radio show. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know if he's married or not. <laughs> Feels not nice if he is. Right. Yeah. Tis the reason for the season. Right. But then I'm like, that's what I'm saying. Are we being contradictory? Because literally last week we were like, it's so bad to text your exes. Like, don't even go down that. I mean, Hold granted. On. No. What we said was you shouldn't text your ex, uh, hey, how you doing? You okay? I hear you're having a baby. Like, that's bad. I, that, that all struck me as bad. True, Texting true. your ex to say, hey, it's text your ex day. How's it going? <laughs> it, I, if you guys don't want to do it, I'm totally fine with it. I'm just saying it's different. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think it's fun. I mean, you know, you know my views on this, so this feels innocent enough in a respectful way to all involved. Correct. Um. So, okay. So we may or may not be doing that. (laughs) Great tease. Yeah, yeah. but either way, you're gonna get some great content. I would would tune in anyway to see what happens. Um. Okay. How about this? Okay. If we don't decide to text your ex, text your ex, text our exes, we could do something. Uh. Like a little racier or something. I don't know. Ooh. I have to think about it. <laughs> she, I love how she acts like she had the idea and <laughs> got us all locked in. And then she doesn't really have the idea. I don't have it yet. But There's a lot of balls one. turning yeah. in here. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of things orbiting around. Lots of things <laughs> orbiting. Yes, yes, yes. All, All right, right. This Mark. email is from Lindsay. I am 33 years old, and I have a physical disability called spina bifida, same as Zola on Grey's Anatomy. Thank you, Lindsay, for explaining that to us in Grey's Anatomy terms. We get it now. 
I have come to a point in my life where I'm ready to move out of my parents' house. I've struggled for a long time looking for a full-time job and was lucky enough to find one about two years ago. Because of my physical disability, my parents are always worried about me. A few weeks ago, I had a girls' weekend with my family. When I woke up in the morning and opened the bedroom door, I overheard my mom and aunt talking about how my mom feels like I'm nowhere near being ready to move out. I'm struggling with when to make that next step and feeling somewhat stuck. What would you do? Would you start the process now of looking for a place or would you take this time and work on yourself and start the process six months from now? Um, I, I feel like this is probably a little bit difficult for all of us to answer because I feel like you're in a unique position right. of your parents obviously care about you and they love you and they don't want you to struggle or do something that you're not ready for yet. But at the same time, sometimes I think parents can be a little um, overprotective when it comes to making sure that nothing happens to nothing bad happens to their kids. Right. Mark, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Absolutely right. And especially in this situation, they're going to be overprotective naturally. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you kind of have to. This is something like a decision that you're going to have to make for yourself and not think about. If your parents think you're ready and focus on if you think you're ready for it, because it will be a big step and there will be discomfort, just like anyone moving out on your own for the first time. It's exciting, but there also is this sense of it's scary. It doesn't feel as safe as like your old home with your parents. And um, at the same time, though, if you if you're like, okay, I'm going to really take time to work on myself so I know what I need to do to feel ready and to maybe make my parents feel prove to my parents that I am more comfortable and ready, but I think it's all, it's going to come from, from you. Yeah, I think so too. I think at the end of the day, everybody, everybody in your life has an opinion on what you should and shouldn't do, regardless of what it is, moving out, like mm -hmm. just everything. Um, and I think it's important to take everybody's advice and hear people out because obviously they love you and want the best for you. But at the end of the day, you also need to kind of go with your gut. And if that's a step that you're ready to take, it's a step that you want to take, like know that you are fully equipped to make that decision for yourself. And I have no doubt, like you're going to land on your feet. Your parents are never, ever going to think you're ready because they're not ready and they're never right. going to be ready. They've been, they've been looking after you and trying to keep you safe for 33 years. They're never going to think it's the right time. So when you do, that's when it's time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like your parents are always going to be there to help you totally. when you need the help. So don't think that once you move out, you never need your parents again because that's not how it works. Yeah. <laughs> I always think that too, like when you think about big decisions, you know what I mean? And you're like, they're so final. Yeah. And then it's like at the end of the day, you have your friends and your family that are there to pick you up in case you fall, you know? It's true. It is true. Wait, what was the election thing you had? All right. So... I know that we're one week away from election day and, and, and everyone says, Hey, you got to vote. Make sure you vote. Everybody vote. And I know it's cliche and it sounds trite at this point and you're sick of hearing it. So I tried to come up with something that would maybe make it resonate a little more because it is really important to me that everybody votes. They, there's a, a kind of a rap on America, kind of a thing people complain about in America, that America works best for old, rich, white dudes especially old, rich, white, straight Christian dudes. Like if you're that, you're going to live a good life and nothing bad's going to go wrong for you ever, really. So there's a reason for that. 
those people vote every time, every time there's an election. If you hear there's a 15% turnout, it was all old white dudes voting. So the point of this is, I know you're sick of it all and you just want this season to be over because it's been brutal. I'm one of those people. I'm one of those people. Yes. Can't wait for it to be done. But also scared for it to be done. Well, that's true. Yeah. But if you're a woman or transgender or non-binary, or if you're not rich, or you're young, or you're not straight, it is really, it is most important that you vote because the only way we'll ever get to a place where America works for everybody is if everybody votes. Also, I know that like, if you're a Trump supporter in California or a Biden supporter in Alabama, you feel like, well, it's not going to make any difference who's going to win my state. It doesn't matter. Governors, representatives, city council, school board is a big one in my area. Uh, all these propositions, they will affect your life in some way. And you have a strong opinion on something. I know you do. Something you're really passionate about, you got to go out and make your voice heard because the people who disagree with you on that, they're definitely voting. And that's what I wanted to say. Thank you. I'm so glad you said that because it's so true. I think we're all, it's just, it's been so tense and heavy and you're just hearing vote everywhere. But there's a reason why people are saying it. It's because a lot of the times people don't go out and vote. And I've always been one of those people who just kind of went, kind of guessed who I was voting for, not even realizing how significant it is that you know, not just the president. I mean, that alone is very important. And please educate yourself on both I know, but I do think a lot of people possible. think like, oh, I don't really want either of them, so oh, I'm, I'm not so going to Oh, I'm so sick of that. I'm so uh-huh. tired of that. Uh-huh. Oh, um, because there's so much to the ballot, you know what I mean? Like, there's so much more to be voting for. Like, it's not it's not just, I mean, obviously the president is a huge part of it, but yeah. it's not just that. Yeah, and um, I, but also it's like, I'm after this, I'm going home and I'm literally going to study all the things that I'm that I'm able to vote for in my area, my state. Like, I'm not just, you know, voting for the president and then moving on. Like, you really do have a say in what's going on around you. And we're so lucky and that we get to have the privilege of voting and the right to vote. And, um, like, if you have the opportunity, take advantage of that because not everyone has that, that opportunity. For sure. And I know you're going to spend the day doing this, Becca, but I also don't want it to feel like homework and studying because it, people are really going to avoid it there, too. And so what I recommend to people, there's so many endorsements online. Find a group that you trust and agree with. They will guide you along the propositions they support and the people they support. And that way you don't have to spend an entire day pouring over this and studying all this stuff and because it's a lot. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, I have little cheat sheets of like different propositions and what mm-hmm. they mean. I, I can't. I tried to sit down and read the information guide, and I was like, Forget no chance. I mean, this is getting yeah. me anywhere. But like Mark said, there's so much information on social media. Fo- like, find the people that you respect. Their yeah, like, that's what what even doing. people in your family. Like, my mom yeah. is all into this. Like, she's so, like, well-educated. So I ask her about so many of the props. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. She's like, you want yes. I'm like, but she's right you know what i mean because we have a lot our values and our you know are very similar so yeah it's true though but i know we're all feeling the same way no one's like no one's stoked about this time right now it's been pretty dark intense Mm -hmm. Mm though after you do it go find something exciting light-hearted and heartwarming to cleanse your palate (laughs) 
Seriously. <laughs> no, seriously. Um, Saturday. Was it Saturday? Uh, my girlfriend was just like driving back from a lunch she had and we were on the phone and she got stuck in like a Trump rally mm-hmm. and I could like hear it. I was on the phone with her. I could like hear it and it was so gnarly and I'm on my run and my son run and I like think I have COVID because I'm like, you know, that feeling where you drink a lot of coffee um, and you haven't eaten. So you just feel like there's like weird, jittery like and jittery, but like yeah. super tired. Yeah. Like I was just drained and I was like, I have Corona. Like da, da. I'm running by a Biden rally uh, and like all this is going on in a matter of like 10 minutes. And I just like freak out. I was like, I need to go home and like sit on my couch and gather my thoughts. I get on my phone. I look at my calendar and I'm like, I'm about to get my period. So that's what this <laughs> feeling is. But it's like, you know what I mean? Like, I think everything is just adding to it. And you just get in your head of like, I like fully was going to go get tested. She was like, just go get tested. And so you have it. And I was like, I'm just going to go sit on the couch. And like, you know, I didn't cough. I didn't have any other symptoms. But the, the draining tired was like plaguing me. And I was like, it's COVID. I got it. Who did I see yesterday? I've had several COVID scares. Goes it, away every It's time. all draining though. Like all of this is no, so emotionally and physically draining. I know. And I I don't know if we've talked about this, but if you haven't watched The Social Dilemma on Netflix, I mm. highly recommend it because it's very eye-opening to not only how toxic social media can be in the sense of, you know, like young people and the comparison and all that, but they were saying the political like division yeah. that it's caused, it's made people not even it's it's um it's like tearing apart friendships and relationships and families because it's so geared towards one side either way on social media because that's how they get you to pay attention. Mm-hmm. And um I found it to be very eye opening and also kind of like to put my phone down for a second. Um, do you know that I've been so I've been going to bed with my phone on airplane mode lately. Oh. And it's been helping me a lot because, you know, I've been having some trouble sleeping lately and I've just been trying to just do like, again, I don't want to take anything. So I'm trying to do like natural mm-hmm. things. Uh, and one of them is putting my phone on air. That's why I texted you, Mark, the other night and was like, I don't even know what I asked. Something about work, but because I have like my schedule. And so I just want to make sure my schedule is the same for the next day because I'm like, I'm going on airplane mode. Nobody can reach me. So you don't normally put it on do not disturb or anything when you go to bed? No, never. Oh, I mean, it doesn't wake me. My phone doesn't wake me up, but there's this weird sense of like knowing that nobody can get through to me. I'm not like thinking about checking my phone. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like a weird mental thing. So, I mean, obviously I set my alarm for really early and I think I actually have you, Mark, as one of my people that can get through to me. When oh, I'm on thank you. I'm one of your favorites. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's nice. Um, but yeah, I've been doing that the past couple of nights and it's been really helping me sleep. Okay, last thing before we go. So last night, watched this movie, this new movie on Netflix. It's called Over the Moon. Oh, I thought you were going to say it was the one I watched. No, what did you watch? Love Guaranteed. Oh, I didn't watch that. Okay, this is like an animated movie. It's, has anyone heard of this, Over the Moon? No. No. Okay, so the movie's very emotional. It's about this girl whose mom like passes away of cancer, and then she's trying to get to the moon because there's like someone up there that can grant her a wish. And then she finds out the whole point of the whole. I can't. I guess I won't tell you. It's a very emotional movie. And then we found out we were like reading up on it to see like where the story came from. And I guess the screenwriter also when she was she was going through cancer when she was writing it, and she wrote it for her daughter as a way for her daughter to watch it and be able to like oh, boy. oh my gosh move on you know like. 
process her death. And I, I mean, I, we were both just so, Haley and I were so emotional. <laughs> I don't think I can handle that but right now. Like, so I honestly, cute. I don't think I can handle that right now. No, it's so sweet. And like, it's such a, it's so well done. It, it literally was just the cutest little surprise of a movie to watch. Well, if if you are if you're on the flip side like I and can't <laughs> I just can't cry like I can't I could, can't watch that right now. Maybe give me a month and I'll okay, watch it. Okay. Um, and you need just some lighthearted rom com. Love Guaranteed was the cute like the cheesiest, cutest movie. I literally watched it and was just like quoting it the whole next day. It was so freaking cute. I'm gonna watch it again. It made me feel so good inside. Wow. Uh, if not gonna spoil it, but if like you're gonna say it's cheesy. That makes me kind of nervous. <laughs> like if you're admitting that it's cheesy. Well, I know, but it's not. I don't think you would think it was too cheesy. It's just the right amount of cheese. Like a Lifetime movie. No, 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 no. Okay. Like um, uh, like How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Oh, that's not cheesy. That's a little cheesy. A little ro- monster in law. Oh, you always bring up monster in law. <laughs> it's like one of the greatest movies no, of our wasn't. generation. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> you need a little giggle in your day, that's a good movie to throw on. <laughs> no, I'd throw on How to Lose Your in 10 Days or The Wedding Planner. Okay. Also a good one. Um, well, oh, after The that- Wedding Planner. <laughs> uh, I mean, I need to watch one of those tonight. That's that's what I need tonight. Uh, well, after that thrilling movie review from the two of us, <laughs> I think we're going to have to call it quits till next Monday. Where we may or may not text our ex. And if we do not, we're going to get. We'll do truth or a surprise truth or drink or something. (laughs) No, I'm going to think of something. I'm going to think of something out of the box. Okay. Okay. Um, Until then, have a great week. We love you. We love you. Um, Go vote and we'll see you next. Or we won't see you. We'll see each other, but we'll talk to you next week. And we love you guys. As always, y'all are the best. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. Yes, at Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. Available in cups A through G in bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 styles. They sent us bras and underwear, and the bra is like sexy and supportive and so comfortable i haven't had a black bra like that in a minute and i love it i was like this came just in time i've been needing one of these and the robe and slippers are heaven heaven it's literally like heaven wrapped around my body and your feet and my feet shop now at your nearest victoria's secret store and online at victoriasecret.com you know in today's world it seems the best treatment is reserved only for a few 
Well, Discover wants to change that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are or where you are in life, you'll feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.